those of you who haven't been here before, um, oh, we got Craig recording. <laughs> Oops, did you set that up? Oops is, uh, has intermittent signal, so maybe. Okay. Um, well, anyways, for those of you who, who have or haven't been here before, you're here for the first time, uh, basically the structure is we start with just updates. So um, I had already posted those in the uh, announcements channel, but we sort of just go over the, the updates for the week, what's been happening. And then uh, from there we transition to what we call like the swim meet, which is where it's just more open form conversation and we just talk about what's going on with the protocol, any issues that need to be addressed or um, upcoming governance changes and, and things like that. So that's the, the general structure. Um, so before I hop into this week's updates though, does anyone have any, uh, any questions or comments, anything they want to add to the agenda? Don't be shy. Uh, I'm, I'm just noticing the uh, Pull Together app page doesn't show the APRs on the pulls or on Ethereum mainnet. That, are we aware of that's the problem or is it just on my end? Uh, yeah, it definitely should be. Let me look real quick if I'm seeing those. Oh, yeah, no, they're not there. It looks like, it looks like a UI update just got rolled out. Yeah, uh, everything's all centered, all the price. Uh, Totals are centered. I don't remember it was like that before. Stuff looks different slightly. Yeah, no, no APRs on the pills, which is kind of, I don't know where you would, where I should see that. Um, yeah, I, I just, I just, Chuck just said he just deployed an update, but, um, so I think it's just a little issue with that. You're still earning the APR, it's just not showing, don't worry. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just a UI thing. Um, all right, anyways, well, let's hop into the, this week's update. So, so the first update is, is the most important one. And so the majority of this week really has been focused on um, the, uh, the work on the V4 prize pool design. And so if you've been around in the community, you've heard us talk about that. And I think it's, it's worth noting because this is something that is going to take a few, a few weeks of development. Um, it's something that we're really excited about. I think it's going to really like exponentially improve uh, the protocol and improve the scalability of the protocol. But it is going to take a little bit of, um, of work for a few weeks. And so you might see a slowdown in some of like the, 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 the weekly updates as we're sort of focusing on this more, this more long-term thing. So that's, uh, that's the first update from this week. Um, second update is uh, the USDT Polygon, the first pod on Polygon is live. So Sharing Notes created that. I don't know if Sharing Notes is on the call right now. But um, that brings pods to Polygon, which has been something that's been requested for a long time. It's, uh, it's sort of in, or it is, I would say, in beta, but you can, you can try it out right now if you want to. Um, so that's live. And then our third announcement is that Coordinate is set up. So I was going to have Reed just talk to us a little bit about Coordinate because he's setting that up. And so if Regis is on, um, Regis, do you want to give us a little bit about like what Coordinate is and, and how people can get involved if they want to? Yeah, so Coordinate is a way to reward community members for uh, smaller contributions, such as answering questions in Discord or maybe writing up a Medium article or something like that. <clears throat> uh, the bigger bigger contributions, you may get a grant or 
governance proposal passed that uh, you get rewarded for your work. But some of the smaller contributions go unpaid. So basically the way it works is uh, the grants committee, if the grant goes through, would provide a set amount of funds and each epic, uh, which would be one month, you are given an allocation of tokens that you can then give out to other community members for any work that you deem valuable. Uh, and <clears throat> I just finished the grant application yesterday, and we have about 20 members in there so far. And I think for right now, we'll stick with those 20 members to give allocations to. But uh, anybody will be able to join and receive tokens. But uh, for this first epic, I think we'll just stick with with the group we have to allocate. And then at the end of that first epic, uh, we'll kind of evaluate as a group uh, anybody else that should get an allocation to give. So that's pretty much where we are right now. If anybody has any questions, feel free to let them fly. Uh, did you get grant money? Uh, did, the, did the grants committee approve the um, pool that you're going to be able to distribute? It is under review right now. So we hopefully know something in a, in a week or so. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Thursday. It's usually our day. Awesome. Well, Regis, I appreciate you spearheading that. I feel like obviously making sure contributors are um, are also getting pool tokens so that they have a vested interest in the protocol and in the growth of the protocol is super, super important. So I'm super thankful for you taking leadership on that and making that happen. Yeah, I think that's an important thing to, to mention what you just said is hopefully this will incentivize people to take a more active role. Yeah. Yeah, and, and just recognize the people who already have been taking more active roles. You know, there's a lot of people who, on this call who have done a ton of, uh, contributed a ton to the protocol. And, um, and yeah, we want to make sure that that gets recognized and people feel valued. Um, so next item here, this is kind of a small thing, but Canny, uh, Canny was set up uh, to provide feedback. This is something we talked about on last week's call. Um, this is basically a way to sort of um, uh, you, if you have a, if you have ideas and like what the protocol should work on or what should be worked on. Um, I think the ideas specifically were for the grants committee, like things that we should fund with grants. Um, you can put them on this uh, on this board essentially, and then people can sort of upvote them, so we can get a feel for like what things the community is most interested in seeing done. So, just wanted to flag that. Um, and then uh, the last thing here is pool distribution is set up now for the sushi prize pool. So for those of you who might recall, the sushi prize pool launched about 30 days ago in partnership with uh, the sushi swap protocol, and they provided the initial incentives for 30 days for depositors. And so that's going to end this Saturday. And so um, it's now been set up so that uh, uh, pool distribution can take over that, that sushi prize pool so that um, depositors still have a... Uh, uh, our depositors are still going to have the an incentive. Do you have something to add there, Brendan? Yeah, just to clarify, it's pool pool distribution, not pool. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> that's a, that's a great clarification. So this is going to be the first prize pool to use that, right? 
Brendan? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sorry. I'm just kind of running around here making a coffee. Um, but yes, this will be the first prize pool to do that, which we're, uh, we're all excited about because it serves as kind of a vesting mechanism, as outlined earlier. Awesome. Um, yeah, so those are the updates. Um, actually, I'll flag to you. Um, I don't know if... Uh, sorry, I'm just looking to see who's here. Is anyone from the Grants Committee here? I'm not sure if there's any updates from the Grants side that people uh, want to have. Let me see. So yeah, we've been working through grants as usual. We've got a good amount still coming in on a daily, almost weekly basis as well. Uh, I think we currently have, I want to say, 10 that are still being reviewed, but we've got a good amount of accepted grants, a few that we're still working with uh, the applicants to you know, figure out what the terms might be, how they can contribute to pool together as a whole. and. Thursdays is usually our meeting days, so that's when we make those final decisions, but we have discussions throughout the week on each of those projects. And just a funny note, you'd be surprised at how many people apply for a grant, saying like, this is what we want to build, this is how much we need. And then there's maybe one sentence on how it contributes to pool together. And we look <laughs> at each other and go, so we're funding your core development, and it has nothing to do with pool together. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you guys are vetting those. Um, Andy, do you want to just give like just for people who are maybe on the call who who don't even know what grants are at all, just give like a quick thing about what they are and and how to apply if they're interested. Yeah, sure thing. So the grants committee was formed by community members essentially. We had a P-tip where we put together and asked for a certain amount of funding, and with that, what we do is now with those funds that were from the treasury. We have a multi-sig controlled by six community members, and there's an application process you can look at if you go to poolgrants.org. And from there, you can get some information on what we do as a whole and what kind of categories we're looking for as far as a request for proposals, if there's something specifically we're already asking for, like we had the pods UI builder and uh, various different projects you can see on there. If you want to tackle something specific already, or if you have an idea yourself for something that you think might be beneficial to pull together as a whole, you know, the ecosystem, the community, and you have that idea, you can apply for a grant there. Let us know what you want to work on and what tools we can help you with. And we'll go from there and help figure out if there's a mutual benefit we can create there. Awesome. Yeah, Grants Committee has been doing some awesome work. Um, so super thankful for you, Andy. Um, up next, uh, Ben, who's on this call, uh, he's from uh, Rabbit Hole. And for those of you who aren't aware, a little while ago, there was a governance proposal to do a Rabbit Hole campaign. And what Rabbit Hole is, is like a platform to essentially educate um, new users on how to use DeFi protocols. And so there's a campaign for Pool Together that um, was voted on by Pool Governance and was approved and Rabbit Hole conducted. And so Ben is joining us just to give us an update on like how that went. Thanks, Layden. Um, appreciate you guys uh, having me here. Uh, we finished up our campaign for Pool Together about a week or two ago. Um, we were incentivizing users to use the USDT pool on Polygon and to deposit into that pool. Um, ended up driving between 
fifteen to seventeen hundred users, um, unique users into that pool. Um, gave out one thousand different rewards for doing that to incentivize the users, but the actual users that completed the quests ended up being close to seventeen hundred. Um, so we're really excited about these results. Um, I, I, I believe it, it was something like it increased the total number of pool holders by like twelve percent. And the unique deposits in the USDT pool um, by about uh, like over 300%. Um, so we were really excited about that. I um, hope you guys enjoyed the quest. Um, now that we've worked together before, just want to get more involved in the community as a stakeholder um, and potentially even help out with future needs you guys might have, whether it's finding new users, contributors, participants, whatever it is, um, but just happy to be here and be a part of the community and looking forward to talking with you all and getting more involved. Awesome. Thank you, Ben. Um, anyone have any questions on that rabbit hole campaign? I did the, I believe it was what, 1,000 quests available were all those filled? Yeah, that's that's right. There were there were one thousand users, but uh, rewards available. But we actually had um, around fifteen hundred users verify that they did it on our end, um, but only a thousand re rewards were distributed. Um, gotcha. We have we have an analytics dashboard that we put together on Dune Analytics um, that summarizes the quest. I can throw it somewhere in Discord if if you let me know what the best channel to do that would be so you can actually see the, the specific results we drove. I would say general is the best place because it's kind of like our live links during the call. Perfect. I'll do that right now. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Um, so moving on to governance, uh, the main thing this week has been uh, there's there's a proposal that's sort of a little it's a, it's a few different things sort of all smaller things sort of around just adjusting parameters that um real tuna has been spearheading um so i don't know real tuna do you want to give a quick update on that um what what that proposal is and and, and just where it's at if you're able to you might be at the office Well, maybe, yeah, maybe he's not able to right now. So um, anyways, it, yeah, it, it's a proposal to uh, do a couple things. One is to um, uh, extend the, the rewards distribution to the sushi prize pool and then make a adjustment to the reserve rate on the sushi prize pool, as well as make a re adjustment to the reserve rate on the comp prize pool. So um, that's been under discussion for a while. Um, I think there's pretty clear agreement on moving forward with that, so I would expect that to go to an on-chain vote, um, uh, maybe, maybe even today, but if not today, then, then really soon. Um, so then other updates, there's been a couple of really good articles on Pool Together this week. One was from Bankless uh, that was really talking just about the protocol and the Pool token and, and um, sort of the mechanics of all that. Um, Bankless is... Uh, a, a really well-known publication in the DeFi space specifically. And so um, that was great. And then Decrypt actually did a new tutorial on Pool Together that was released today and sort of explains how it all works. So 
those are both great resources to share with people who might be interested. I, I would say the tutorial is, is for people who are interested in learning about how the protocol works. And the Bankless article is more people who maybe are a little bit deeper into DeFi, but um, wanted to highlight those things. And then um, in terms of just reminders of things going on, the NFT prize pool is still ongoing. Uh, so you can access that through the link that's in the announcements. Um, pods are still live, which offer people a chance, uh, a way to deposit with lower gas, gas costs and uh, get a higher chance to win. Um, the new pool treasure dashboards live and the new reward section of the app is also live. So a lot of uh, recent things that have been done that I just want to make sure people are aware of in case they haven't been on every community call. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much the announcements for this week. Does anyone have any, uh, any questions on those things or any comments? Um, oh, sorry. Keep someone wants to ask a question. Yeah, I'll wait to I'll wait to see. Yeah, if, if you don't want, if you're not on audio, feel free to ask questions in the general chat too. We can ask. Lonzer had a question. Uh, wait. Sorry, who's that? Lonzer. Uh, it was oh. back when we were talking about uh, rabbit hole. These were just absurd. Yeah, he had a question on awarding the pool, like the gas fees on distributing pool to those quest winners. Yeah, is Ben still on? I don't know how that works, actually, Ben. Yeah. Hey, um, I think I saw the question. Is it just what is like the gas um, for the disbursement? Yeah, like how much did it cost you guys, I guess, per user? Was was it substantial? No. Uh, did you use well? Yeah. Um, we use a Gnosis Safe wallet, um, and then we just disperse it to all the addresses. I believe the gas we paid on it was like in the hundreds of dollars overall, um, and we covered that. I will double check on that, but my understanding is that we covered that um, and paid out that gas, and it was like in the hundreds of dollars. Um, then the quest itself was on Polygon, so the the gas for like depositing in the pool wasn't substantial. Okay, and so they um, they got that pool on Ethereum. Correct. Okay. Cool. Gotcha. Awesome. Did, that, did that answer the question? Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the other thing, the other thing, Lonzer is like we didn't pay the like Rabbit Hole paid for that, not not Pool Together. So um, we just Pool Together just provided the thousand pool that Rabbit Hole gave out. Um. Yeah, well, let's then move into, uh, let's just move into sort of, we're still waiting for the, the die prize to be awarded, and hopefully we'll have another lucky winner. For those of you who were on last week, we had someone who won who only had $101 deposited, which is pretty awesome. But um, yeah, I guess since we're done with the announcements, let's just move into uh, more general discussion, swim meet. Um, I have a couple things I wanted to bring up, but I want to open it up for anyone else first if they have things to bring up or um, questions. 
That's something from the forum. Mm -hmm. Let me pull up who mentioned it so I can give them credit. It was Luki on the governance forum. He was interested in having a, you know, if we can move forward on any steps for distributing people uh, from the pool pool as claim instead of claiming just pool. Yes. So that's a great question. And that's actually the same thing I want to talk about. So um, yeah, so to provide some context for everybody, um, the, the current pool distributions that have been set up are set to end in uh, about three weeks. And so we need to decide um, both two things. One is like, what rate do we want the pool distribution to continue at? And two is, um, how do we want to distribute the pool? And so what Andy was just bringing up is one idea has been instead of us distributing pool tokens, um, instead of us just distributing like normal pool tokens, what we could actually distribute is pool tokens that have already been deposited or that have already been staked essentially in, in, the, in, the, in the prize pool for the pool token. <laughs> I'm saying pool a lot. But, um, and so, so sort of the benefit of that is like then when people claim, they're automatically start earning rewards right away. It also means that um, they would automatically start earning rewards. It also means they would be able to vote without paying transaction fees. And it also means that it's, it sort of introduces vesting because basically they have like a waiting period before they can withdraw. And so essentially it would introduce vesting. So it has some nice benefits and um, it's something we've been talking about a lot. And uh, yeah, and, and so I think that is something that basically I wanted to bring up too in terms of how people feel about distributing, instead of distributing pool, distribute um, the P pool token, which is actually pool that's already been deposited. So yeah, that's the context. If anyone has feedback on it, I'd love to hear it. My feedback is just that I like it. I think the idea of dripping P pool instead is actually really cool. It's like auto compounding. So I, I have two questions on this. Number one, uh, <clears throat> in order to do that, you basically are entering a bunch of pool into the pool pool. So what happens if one of those tickets wins the prize, number one, and then number two, that pool would be earning pool, right? So the pool that you're distributing would already be earning pool. I, I just worry that we're going to be like burning a bunch of tokens, potentially. I'm not sure. Yeah, you know, um, I can answer that. Um, what's cool about this is that, yes, the faucet that is dripping people may actually win. This is true. But that simply means there will be more to distribute at that point. So fortunately, the, uh, in this case, we're not burning anything, just to assuage your fears. Does that make sense? Does that answer your question? Yes. Yes, thank you. Cool. I do have a question, too. So if I have people sitting there unclaimed, um, it's just not earning pool then, or is it? Yeah, exactly. It's 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 living in the faucet contract, and only when you push that claim button does it actually get transferred to your wallet. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay.
Anyone else have questions? Any, Go ahead. Are there Andrew? any downsides to dripping people? I think, you know, arguably, uh, I mean, no, I, I don't know, Brendan. What do you, th Brendan? What do you think from like a tech side? Uh, from the technical standpoint, uh, no, there's no problems with that. Um, I actually think from uh, a centralization standpoint, it's a real problem because that means we're putting more and more and more uh, weight onto the gnosis safe that is essentially the uh, the dictator for the, um, the like the delegate for the uh, the people. So I think that's the only concern is that it's it's really a centralization of power, and it's something that we're going to have to be aware of. But at the same time, it's really really convenient right now. So I feel like for now, it's just. Um, you know, an evil worth living with until we can figure out, say, an L2 solution for governance or something along those lines. Do you think that could potentially uh, impact voting, like make it more difficult to reach a quorum if every time people claim they're automatically into, into that pool pool? So therefore, the number of tickets would be higher and the number of votes required to reach quorum would be higher. I, I think it's less about quorum. It's more about the fact that that's safe can swing all the votes. And so it's just kind of unfair to the pe people people who are uh, in the minority because their votes aren't counted on chain. So it's just kind of, um, it's not ideal from a governance standpoint to centralize everything into the people. But for users, it's really convenient. So it's kind of, um, yeah, it's something that we'll just have to live with for the short term, I think. And that's the, that's the Gnosis safe that controls the snapshot votes, correct? Exactly, of which I believe it's a four of five, or maybe it's, no, 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 it's a two of four, I think, two of four signers. So what we could do is if we were really paranoid, we could increase the number of signers uh, commensurately uh, to the uh, uh, number of people tickets, uh, just to make sure that we're actually trying to bump security rather than having two people be able to decide the fate of the protocol. So that might be worth, uh, that might be worth exploring, actually, um, is yeah. increasing of uh, people on the, uh, the, the safe. So if, if someone racks up, I don't know, a substantial amount of people, but they never claim it, does that just kind of go unvoted? Yeah, that would just live in the faucet. And so the faucet would actually accrue more people as a consequence and have a chance, a higher chance of winning until that person claims that those tokens. Interesting. But that would not affect the quorum? Um, the tokens in the faucet? Oh, Regis, I see what you're saying. So if we decide, let's say, let's say we drop a hundred grand into the people uh, and mint those tokens and then transfer them to the faucet, that will dilute quorum. Um, I see what you're saying. Yes. The, so that is that is actually quite interesting. So we might might actually want to adjust quorum based on how many tokens we mint and then transfer to the faucet. Does everyone follow that? Yeah, I mean, I, I actually think it's sort of maybe as we've been talking about raising quorum anyways, like it might actually be good to sort of functionally raise quorum a little bit since with the increasing power of the votes there, like as, the, as, as it becomes more powerful, like we probably want quorum to get higher so that we don't, yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, I, I agree with that, actually. I agree with that. I guess it's just good that we're thinking about it and that we're making it publicly known and that we're talking about it, so... You know, as long as we're aware that quorum has increased X amount based on minting, say, 100,000 tickets, like if we mint 100,000 and there's 500,000 in there, that means quorum has effectively been raised 20%, um, which is quite a bit. So um, that'll be just something to consider. 
So I think like, I think to go back to the original question though, in, in terms of downsides, the only other thing I would flag is just it does it does change how the system's working right now. And so, you know, whenever there's change there there might be some missed expectations or we definitely would want to look at like some of the third party integrations like, you know, Dharma or whatever and think about if that would impact their claiming process at all. I don't think it would, but it's just those are just things to think about too. Can I can I raise one more point here? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it may have a negative impact on some of the smaller depositors because in order to actually claim their pool tokens, they're going to have to pay a the gas fees to withdraw from the pool pool. Yeah, but on the other hand, they don't have to pay the gas fees of claiming and then depositing into the pool pool. So it might actually be good for engagement to have a, t- a tiny bit of friction there. Yeah, it, it cuts both ways. Like it would, it would mean that they would have to withdraw at some point. Um, but it also means, yeah, it also means on the flip side, they wouldn't ever have to pay that gas fee to deposit, which most people, the majority of pool tokens that are out there are in that pool. Um, maybe, I think it's like 600,000 or something in there. And there's only like 1.8 million tokens out in circulation. Yeah, I'm just trying to play every angle I can here just to see. Yeah, I like I like it. I like it. It's definitely it's definitely Yeah, I mean it would be good to hear from other people on the call too. Like what do you think what would you rather have? I mean p- part of the part of the idea here though is that doing this what this should do one of the benefits is that what it should do is it helps to minimize the aggressive farming. So for people like Yearn, like they're not just going to be able to claim and sell their pool. They're going to have to claim it, wait three weeks, withdraw it, and then they can sell it. And that that friction probably will disincentivize people who are just here to farm the token, which aren't, you know, we don't really want people who are just here to farm the token. We want people who are here to participate and you know, be in the protocol for the long term. But isn't that going to wreck my APR on my pool pool deposits if Yearn is in there? Um. Well, Yearn. A, cu- a couple of things. One, one is I think the part of. And I, sorry, I forgot to mention this. Part of um, and, uh, part of the proposal Tuna has put forward is to double the APR for the pool pool. So I, I'm definitely thinking of these things happening together. So. Yes, it would it would decrease it some, but it actually it will still be higher than it is today, with that assuming that proposal goes forward. Um, and then the other thing is, urine wouldn't necessarily. It, it depends. I guess it depends on what urine does. <laughs> it depends on if urine decides that it's not worth the work of of trying to farm the token anymore, or if they stay in and, and still and still farm it. Yeah, and then my chances to win the prize are also wrecked. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think about how that would play out. I would be more apt to just uh, straight up like vesting some kind of like when you claim you have to wait a certain amount of time instead of dripping people. But that's just that's me. Um, Brendan. There's also been talk of just getting rid of the prize on the pool pools. So if we get rid of the prize and directly drift people, does that change your opinion, Regis? No, because I'd like the, pri- the pool prize. I mean, that's one that I have a decent shot at. 
Hmm, that's interesting. So you would rather have the prize than have a higher APR? No, I'm not necessarily saying that. But if if we drip people and then someone like Yearn ends up um, having a bunch of deposits into the pool pool, then my APR and my chance to win are both wrecked. Right. So that won't happen because the APR, the APR, well, assuming Tuna's proposal passes, the APR will double. And then if Yearn is in there, they're still not going to be, presumably they're not going to be holding pool because that's just not what they do. So they wouldn't be accumulating a bunch of deposits in there. They would be, they would just be removing them right away. They would just be removing them and, 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 and selling them if they're doing that. If that makes sense. Because if you think about it, right, like urine's not going to be. Yeah. Urine, yeah. Urine's not going to be holding their deposits. But it will still. It's, I mean, how much do you think it's going to increase the size of the, the pool pool? Well, the funny thing is, is that <clears throat> the, the exit fee is probably just going to delay the dumping, is my guess. Is if you imagine, um, let's say, urine immediately before it claims the people decides to, to unwrap and sell the stuff that it has now, but it'll want to do so just a little bit at a time as it accrues credit. And so they'll still, I'm, I'm guessing, is that if they decide to adapt their strategy to handle people, which, which will take some time, um, that it will, um, they'll still be, they'll still be dumping, but it'll just be less than it is now. So if you're a holder, if you're committed, um, I don't think you're going to um, be diluted too much by your, by those who are dumping. Okay, one last thing. <laughs> Sorry. Good uh, question. Keep it coming. Do you do you think that this may potentially make urine just leave altogether? If we switch to people, um, they they likely will have to initially because I don't think their strategy can adapt to that that readily. Um, so they will probably pull out, uh, and then if they decide to return, they'll have to adapt the strategy and then uh, install the new one in governance. So my guess is if we do this change, there will be a, a dramatic pullout, but I also believe that they'll come back because if they pull out, the APR is going to shoot back up and it'll become juicy again for a lot of people. So um, it is. It, it, I think it will introduce a lot of churn, but ideally it'll also mitigate dumping. Yeah, I mean, overall, this should definitely be far better. The assumption here is this would be better for long-term pool holders because it makes it harder to dump, um, and so it discourages people who are just here to farm pool. And, and, and then if those people who are just here to farm pool leave, what that means is the people who stay are going to, have, uh, are going to get more. Do we know what their claim and sell rate is? Like, do they do that on a daily or weekly basis? Uh, it's variable. Like, I, I know, I know they did yesterday. They did like a big claim from like the last like week or so, like from all their pools and sold it all at once. Um, but uh, yeah, they haven't been for those of you just for a broad context on this. Like, they they've been you know, I don't want, I don't think Yearn is not the enemy, <laughs> um, at all, um. You know, they've added a lot of value to the protocol. They've contributed a lot to the reserves. That's going to stay around for forever. Um, they made the prizes big. 
Um, and in general, they've actually been withdrawing deposits. Uh, like, their deposits are smaller now than they were, substantially smaller than they were, like, four weeks ago. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely try, this isn't, this is not about urine at the end of the day. I think urine's just a good foil for talking about um, a general user that is more interested in just getting the pool tokens and selling them than they are in sort of like the the long-term value prop. But I, I don't really want to try and single out urine because I do, I do think, yeah, it, it is worth noting like they have brought a lot of value to the protocol too. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree with that. It's just, like you said, they're, they're a good example of someone with a substantial asset balance. So like they're farming, you know, roughly 600 pool a day. Um, if they hold on to that, by the time the prize comes around, how's that play out? I mean, they're not a huge pool pool holder at that point, but it's still, you know, more substantial than most of the little guys. Yeah, how how I like to see it is that they are uh, the most rational actor. They are most the most rational actor in terms of maximizing their return. If anything, it really reveals how our incentives are misaligned. Um, and that's why it, it's been a really great catalyst for us to discuss how to better improve pool distribution. Um, but but I totally agree. They're not they're not they're not evil. They are just rational actors. And if we can shift their behavior through incentives that are more in line with what we want, then I think they could be a great partner with us. If they, so if someone's claiming the the people and they want to withdraw it immediately, do they suffer any penalty? For doing that, exactly. So the the, the pool pool has the uh, early withdrawal fee that has the time decay, just as the other pools do, and actually, it has the maximum time decay at three weeks. And so, um, if if they wait three weeks and they don't claim any more pool, then they can they can withdraw if they want to, but um, it it will prevent them from doing so. Uh, for the short term, so if they if they claim it continuously, they will always have an exit fee that has to be paid. Um, so that's uh, that's kind of the uh, quote unquote vesting behavior. Well, couldn't you just implement a similar structure like like curve, right? How curve you you have the the vested or the locked uh, CRV token, and then you also have the unlocked CRV token that could be instantaneously claimed. Um, that, that you earned so i guess that that could also coincide with the with this withdrawal fee right so if you withdraw uh prior to whatever this this three four week period you you do get penalized but then the locked uh pool in this matter will be locked for let's say a vesting period of, of one year and this will mitigate any potential gaming of uh automatic sell-offs or or yearn in this case at this this it appears that that's the bigger biggest fear here um from immediately selling their their accrued tokens right so i guess that could be a potential contingency plan if, if possible yeah you know it, it's it's interesting we we introduced the the pool pool because it utilized our existing architecture and it was really easy to roll out um, and so it was easy for us to to fire it out. And also what we liked about it is that it was very much in line with pool together and that we used our own infrastructure. But in this case, I mean, we may want to um, incentivize people in another way. Like, for example, the, the PTIP that was going to pass last week um, was, in fact, originally going to cancel the prize to the pool pool and just keep it as APR, keep it as a, a mechanism to reward the pool holders, the committed pool holders. And so it might actually be worth it in the future 
to kill it entirely in favor of something like that, where you lock it up for say two years and you get say, you know, bonus emissions as a result or something along those lines. So definitely like there, there are even bigger things we can do in the future. I think this is just sort of a short term step that is minimally disruptive as possible to the existing users. Uh, but there are definitely, there are definitely better ways to do it for sure. Have we talked to Marion on how they might proceed with this type of thing? Because, um, like, like you've said, like they're more a partner than an enemy. It'd be interesting to see if if they're going to wait and hold, or if they're going to pay the exit fee, or if they haven't even considered it yet. Like, I don't want to screw over urine, given how much they've contributed to the reserve. So, if there's a way to meet in the middle, I feel like that's more advantageous than not. Mm -hmm. We do have a channel with them. And so without a doubt, we'll talk to them and make sure that we're giving them plenty of heads up and working with them on the transition. So, um, it's not gonna, it's, this is not an attack by any means. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll work together on this. Yeah, and I think it's ultimately up to them. I mean, and I do think though, you know, urine, urine's contributed value, but it also, you know, the, it, it also, I'm, I'm not really concerned about them leaving because I think if they leave, I do think their other depositors will come because again the incentives will realign um and so uh yeah i'm not i'm not too concerned on it either way i, I think ultimately like again this isn't about urine it's about like what's the best what's best for the protocol um what's best for distributing pool to the most you know the most number of people who are long-term aligned um and i do think this is like a good improvement uh over not perfect but i do think it's an improvement over our current current system do you think that we could accomplish everything that you want to accomplish by doing just a vesting period and instead of the people, which has potential un unintended consequences? I think probably, but the problem is like the people is something we could do today. Vesting would require, I think like, like it's just not, it would require like totally new contracts. I think unless Brendan, you have any thoughts on that. Just running around again. Um, there are contracts we could look at for sure, um, but it, you know it would take time to go survey the landscape, see what would work with us, um, make sure that it has the the uh, C token delegation in it that we need in order to do the voting. There's 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 a number of bits and pieces that we'd have to make sure that are in place, and that's why it was so easy for us to spin up our own because we we're like, okay, well this has been audited by two different auditing firms, and we know it's solid, good to go. We already have the UI for it. Um, but that being said, you know there are there are a lot of other um, uh, there's a lot of existing prior art around this, so there are probably many options, especially as as we have a a standard ERC twenty token. So it just requires like research and um, yeah, and we're we're just working on other things right now. So um, yeah, it just yeah, I, I, I just, yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, like, if you if you guys, if the community um, wanted to start researching that, I mean, that might be worth that might be a cool community project as well is to um, figure out that kind of transition, so. Maybe there's a grant there. <laughs> yeah, I think Definitely noted. Yeah, lots of options. We uh, all have the power. <laughs> um, Hook, do you want to share your perspective? I don't know if you well, I mean, I, I wrote it there in the uh, chat, but like, yeah, I mean, when I first came on board here, in like February, March timeframe, uh, and, and the pools were like spinning up and the pool token was just being talked about. Like, 
uh, there came some huge deposits, right? Like $1 million, $2 million, and uh, folks were worried that that guy was going to win every week, right? But, like, I still deposited my money, and I still look forward to every week, like, being eligible to win the prize, right? And I know that, like, urine came online, but I was, was kind of, like, distracted by all the nonsense and Polygon. And so, like, I wasn't paying attention to urine being there at all. And I still just joined on Monday and, and was glad that the prize pool was up. So I think it would be interesting if we had, like, five urines come in there and dump all that money in there. The reserve could collect it and the prize would go up. Um, but that's just, you know, my opinion. Um, and and it's, it's really, I think when you are new, it is hard to see that because you're, you're trying, you see like that your odds of winning are so small, even with, you know, even with what you believe to be a large deposit, right? So it, there, there is a balance there to getting new people in the pools and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, I think, yeah, that's my perspective is that being in it for a long time, uh, I just wish I could put more money in it. So, well, and I do, I do think just to give a little preview, like I do think we've been talking a bit about. I, I think the ultimate solution here is is the V four prize pool design, which you know, without without going into all the details, basically enables us to have a lot more people winning. Um, like I think that's the ultimate solution uh, because what we need to figure out is we need to find a way to have a ton of money because we want we want a ton of money in the prize pools right because that's what creates big prizes but we also want people who have small deposits to have a decent chance of winning and the problem is with our current architecture that those things are sort of at odds with each other because we're limited in how the prize can be distributed um like we can have five winners a week but um so what we really need to do the ultimate solution here i think is to improve the core prize pool so that um those things are not at odds with each other so that we can have a billion dollars in the prize pool and a million dollar weekly prize and still have a chance for someone who has a thousand dollars deposited to have a decent shot at winning something. I think one thing that's overlooked is people look at yearn as, as a single entity, but if we get to a billion dollars and it's a billion unique users, your odds are going to be even worse than they are now so you kind of have to look at it as as individual tickets and not yearn as a single entity well but also but regis that's what i'm saying is like that's that's what pool together v4 is all about is fixing that problem so that if we get to a billion dollars your odds could actually be even better than they are today awesome sorry you might have to say it one more time and clarify how do your odds improve <laughs> well yeah, I mean, I, go ahead. I can, I can pop in here. I can pop in here. Um, basically, at a, at a very high level, imagine imagine right now we've got, what, $100 million in the USDC pool. If, let's say, in some you know near future, we have a trillion dollars in the pool, everyone in the world is in it, but we still only have three winners, it's going to take forever for you to win. Forever. And so the key is, is to scale the number of winners to the size of the pool. We need, you know, if the pool is 100 times bigger, then we're going to need 100 times more winners. So in that sense, because, because as people deposit into the pool, your chances of winning get smaller and smaller and smaller, right? Because your deposit stays the same size, but this whole size of the pool goes, gets bigger and bigger. Um, so the idea is that we want to be able to have virtually an un unlimited number of winners uh, and be able to uh, adjust as needed. Yeah, I mean, I think that is a strategy, 
right? Like if you look at conventional lottery, like they have smaller lotteries, right? So like it is a strategy to distribute the highest lottery that we have amongst multiple people. But a, an alternative strategy could be to introduce smaller pools, right? Like, you know, you have mega millions versus like, I, I don't know, I don't really play the lottery, but you know, they have like one, I don't know, the greatest prize and they have state lotteries, right? National lottery versus state lottery, right? So, so maybe a, an alternative strategy could be introducing like a smaller USDC pool. Um, but I don't know how you, I don't know how you uh, do that because the model right now is based on the interest model, right? Like you would have to distribute a less prize to the pool type of deal. But, yeah. And the thing is we want all the assets. We want all the deposits into a single pool to make that prize as big as possible because it is still exciting to have that headline prize. The key though, is that we need the long tail of prizes, which kind of accomplishes what you're, what you're mentioning is having these smaller, these smaller uh, prize pools. Like imagine you have the smaller prize pools and yeah, there's, let's say you make a hundred of them, but let's say instead you just slice up the main prize by a hundred times. Um, it kind of accomplishes the same thing. And so the idea would be to just keep it as simple as possible, keep a singular prize pool, but just have arbitrary winners because that effectively accomplishes the same thing. It's kind of like Powerball. Like if you look at Powerball, they have uh, thousands of winners, thousands and thousands of winners uh, for a single singular lottery. And so um, it's kind of kind of similar to that concept. Was that a V4 Alpha League? <laughs> You guys didn't hear anything. You heard nothing. <laughs> you know, quickly. Um, Craig you know. is listening. <laughs> <laughs> Delete, Craig. <laughs> Delete. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that might be an alpha leak. We'll edit that out. I like it, though. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be sick. Tell Scott, did you have something you want to say? Uh, Pedro, also, you're working on, you, you posted a preview of smallfish.win. Do you want to say anything about what you're working on there? I'm going to repost it in general so people can see it. Uh, Hollywood Harry asked a question about PTIP24. So, yes, there has been changes. So, PTIP24 for the uninitiated was saving the little fish part one, phase one. And yeah, so a great example of this is what PTIP24 did is it basically created more prizes and distributed those prizes more evenly. So, for example, today, um, the die prize pool used to have three winners. And the first winner basically got like 75% of all the prizes or like actually like 90% of all the prize. Now it has five winners and they each split the prize evenly. So if today, if, if PTIP 24 had not been implemented, Yearn would have gotten like 95% uh, of the prize. But instead, since uh, there's now five winners and it's evenly split, um, it was much less. And we had, you know, a smaller winner like this you know, relatively small, $50,000 deposit is still a lot, but it's small, relatively speaking. Um, and even like last week, we had $101 deposit that won. So yeah, there, there has already been some changes that are, that have been helpful. Um, but phase one was ultimately sort of just the quick, the quick changes that could be done. 
And uh, phase two, what we've been talking about building the V4 prize pool is, is the far more important and that's what's being worked on right now. If I, let me know if I answered your question or not. All right, what else? A uh, question for Andy, did uh, or and Blake, I guess. Um, have you guys worked on an RFP for the uh, community pools UI? I know we discussed that briefly last week. Yeah, we actually have a few active grants um, that we are. Pedro's actually one of them. Uh, possibly looking into doing some um, different uh, layout and design type stuff for that. Uh, but the um, Pods UI builder uh, sharing notes, I think, is uh, pretty close to having done, and we are close to uh, being done with his grant. So, um, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, did you say Pods builder? The Pods? <laughs> yeah, didn't you say the pods? No, I was talking about the the community pools, like the the NFT pool that uh, Andy and Gabor and myself put together. Like <laughs> the UI for depositing into that is not exactly great. Yeah, dang, my bad. No, that's uh, that's all. Yeah, Andy. we have we have it on our to do list for an RFP for the uh, pool community pages. Gotcha. Thank you. It is on the list. Yeah, I think, I think the biggest thing in my mind that's upcoming is, for, for, for the way I'm thinking about this at a high level is like, we have this change to pool distribution coming up and we have to both decide the rates that we want as well as um, how we want to distribute that. Like, do we want to do the P pool? Do we want to do something else? And then, um, so that, that, that's, that's going to be, I think, probably the primary discussion next week, figuring that out. And then I think what we really focused on is launching the V4 prize pool. Um, and that's going to have a lot of improvements, um, some of which we talked about, but even more so than what we talked about. Um, so I think, in my mind, those are like sort of the high, the high level priorities coming up. I think the other thing to flag too, which is interesting, I've mentioned this, but it's really been interesting to me how much like this bankless newsletter, like since that bankless newsletter went out, we've been getting like way more deposits. Um, not like tons, not ton, ton, not really big ones, but a ton of small ones. And um, I guess it's just a good reminder that like, I mean, this is going to sound dumb, but that like, you know, not everyone knows about pool together. <laughs> like, I think that I sort of assume every, if you're in DeFi, you've heard of pool together, but there's probably a lot of people who don't. And so I do think, you know, it, it just it's a good reminder and you know like what chris crypto has done with his video like those types of things are just super important for us to be working on as well like it's not just improving the protocol it's also just letting more people know about the protocol because it's already the protocol is already awesome i mean it's 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 amazing it's like you save money you have a chance to win a bunch of money every week you never lose your money and you're getting like a higher apr than basically anywhere else um so 
any, anyone who has ideas on marketing and things like that, definitely all ears to hear those. I don't, I don't necessarily have any ideas, but um, w the way I got to pull together from the beginning was I just went to Ethereum's main site and where it says editor's choice for the dApps, pull together is number four and it's still there. Um, in the Polygon space, like most of the like DGen farms that I've been participating in, the people on Telegram, they don't know what pull together is. Uh, and like when I use it to like establish like the stand the standard of excellence, like they um, they just don't know what I'm talking about uh, until I show them, right? So maybe there's some way to extend a presence on uh, po Polygon again. Like uh, I know that like we were early adopters, and maybe even that Polygon like the official Twitter account might have like tweeted it, but it might be time to do it again, you know. Especially uh, when when the market's on a, like a downturn, people are looking for more conservative investments, well, investments, um, and uh, and pull, pull together could be a really good one. So, yeah, that's great feedback. Um, what do you know of any like uh, any um, like I, I don't know like so place, listing places or places we should try to like make sure. Yeah. So so like like in the yeah god i hate to talk about the yield farm space because it's almost embarrassing but like um there's like yeah i think like these auto compounding farms like adamant and uh there's some others uh have been uh attracting a lot of people and what will happen is like a new pool will come along there or like a new uh farm will come along and then if they integrate it then everybody knows about it right and so it would be very interesting if you could figure out a way to like have a pool to <laughs> pull together amongst all those others is seems ridiculous but these guys have huge dvls right now right so like but if they could have like a auto compounding pool together um but then it would cause dumping of pool and stuff like that but uh, maybe there's an option for that or some kind of way to integrate into those environments right yeah i i, I had brought up to like multiple development teams I've brought up an option to create the first yield farming community pool on Polygon, and none of them have wanted to implement it. So, like, um, and I think it's because they prefer to just use their own uh, their own protocol, and then uh, and then be able to farm out their token, and uh, and they don't want to like they're afraid. I think they're too afraid that people will like funnel into the single asset staking pool. Because like that would be how you would use like that's how you would provide the yield source, right? And yeah. then and and so they're afraid that people would funnel into a single asset staking pool and then like dump it or something. I don't know, but um, but anyways, yeah, I think there's opportunity there uh, with all the DGens running around on Polygon and now they're all migrating to uh, um, KuCoin, right? Like the new KuCoin network. Um, so. Maybe there's, but I know that pull together was such an early adopter of Polygon that maybe it's time to like try to run a promotion with Polygon again. Yeah, for sure. That's good feedback. I can reach out to the Polygon team and say, ask them like what we can do. And I know that someone made a grant. There's a grant out for a Polygon wallet to integrate pool together, but we need, we need like a resident. We need like a, maybe it can be you hook. We need like a Polygon marketer, like someone who's just focused on like growth on Polygon. 
Yeah, I mean, I'd be open to talking to the different teams there that I, but like I said, I've talked to a couple now and it's just like, but maybe, maybe you, you guys have a better idea than just saying, hey, let's integrate the Polygon protocol, right? Um, maybe, maybe there's a different way to do that. Um, and, yeah. So. Yeah. Excuse <clears throat> In that same vein, uh, I saw that you guys were looking for a senior product designer. Has there been any discussion about maybe hiring like a senior marketing manager? That's a great discussion. I um, no. Well, for, first off, no. There hasn't. There hasn't been. Um, I. It's not outside the realm of possibilities. That's the marketing is something. I would kind of ideally like to see that done more at the protocol level, like a grant or like. Like I, I think what we're doing with Chris Crypto is a really great example of something that's working really well. Chris where, K. yeah, sorry, Chris K. I keep calling him Chris Crypto. Yeah, sorry, I'm meaning Chris K. Um, Chris K. Like where Chris K. Already has an audience. He's already doing content, and we're now sponsoring his content, and he's also doing content for us. Um, and that came about because he made that first video, which he just made that for fun, which was amazing, and he did a great job. Um, like I would love to have like a hundred Chris K's. Um, and I think that would be, yeah. So I think like ideally that happens. I think that would probably be much more effective than like pool together ink, having a, a head marketing person. I mean, what we're really focused on pool together ink is like the protocol and helping people integrate to the protocol. So, yeah, so finding more community advocates to spread the word. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, Chris K. What do you what do you think about that? Like, yeah, what what are your thoughts on marketing? How we can how we can ramp it up? Um, so as far as like uh, attracting more like minded people like like me, I'm not really sure, but I think content is the key, honestly. And um, I'm obviously going to do all that I can, and will continue to do so. But um, I can reach out to. I'm connected with a bunch of. DeFi creators, like there's this little creator DAO going on that's being formed. So uh, I can reach out to a bunch of them and see if anybody wants to come and help out. For sure, there's like 50 creators in there, I think, or so, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, reach out and see. I mean, like maybe, I don't know, maybe we can do something really simple where it's like, hey, like anyone who makes a pool together tutorial video gets $500. <laughs> And we just get like a ton of them and just sort of like see, I don't know. There's probably a lot of fun ways we could structure it. I think, I think it's even simpler than, than that. Like, cause the kind of the role I've kind of taken up in the community is uh, I'm like the hook, the hook into ETH Finance. So, you know, I, I've right. covered that base for ETH Finance and pulled together. If like anybody on this call or any other community member, like everybody obviously has their own little, you know, communities that they're part of, discords that they, um, they take part in, you know, you'll you'll comment on a YouTube mm -hmm. video here and there. Like anybody and everybody can do the marketing. So every single person on this call can do that. Um, you can do yeah, like newsletter yeah. things or you can, you know, just name drop code together and tell people about these things. Uh, the fact yeah, that this protocol exists. I can definitely reach out to all the DeFi creators that I know and we can form something. So yeah, I'll be in touch. Um, they, I mean, they also have like their own audience. And so... The, we definitely have a lot of reach, so I'll um, I'll dip into that Rolodex and let you guys know. And it's an easy thing to advertise. No oh, yeah, lottery. Oh yeah, it's easy. Like exactly, yeah. That's what I was I telling. Think that's what uh, we're all here. Newton. It's great. 
That's what I was telling Leighton. Yeah, we could probably do a better job on on grants of of actively searching that stuff out too. Um, cause yeah, we're definitely, we want to enable stuff like that, um, as much as possible, you know? So if, if we're relying on them just to come to us, we do get a, you know, about a grant a day. And a lot of them are focused on that education and marketing. Um, but not as many as we'd like. Um, yeah, those are all great points. Like, uh, you know, no, uh, what is your username? MK Noel. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just, just MK's thing. MK, like you've done an amazing job with the ETH finance thing, like getting that pod set up. Like it's, it's mm -hmm. tons of people in the pod, like posting all the update, the community updates on ETH finance. Like that's amazing. And um, yeah, like there's, uh, everyone has sort of like a group. So there's definitely good ways to, to yeah. like, that's a good model to follow. I mean, I've kind of covered, like I say, I've covered that eat finance base, but you know, I can't be everywhere, um, and I can't shell too hard and uh, every avenue. So yeah, everybody, everybody else can also do the same stuff, I suppose, just in their own little ways. Yeah, if you shell too hard, they're gonna think you're. Yeah, you're just, you know, you're you're pushing too hard. You can't push too hard. Is, you is that, to that balance? Is that eat finance pod? Is that managed off chain, or do you have, uh, or is there a way to manage the pod on chain? It's all on-chain, so the, the, there's a front-end for it, which is obviously just hosted by sharing notes, um, but the actual pods, like the interaction, do all on-chain. Oh, did sharing? Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw there's the front-end on sharing notes, and then maybe I missed it. Did we add the capability to create your own pods? So we have, that is done, but it's not like fully done <laughs> okay 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 so it is possible for anyone to create their own pod right now there's a ui to create it but there's not like a nice like it doesn't automatically generate like a nice like place for you to go deposit and it actually looks like i'm looking at sharing notes ethfinance.win there's like a little bit of a bug with it right now because if you have metamask connected it doesn't show you the info could, if you don't have it connected no. that could be a really interesting option like with some of these like to hook into those polygon places that i was talking about like as some of these like uh, communities are turning into like their own DAOs, like we could figure out how to make them like build their own pod. So, like I especially like the part where you know it says like your name, you know. So if you could get those in those first couple pages, which is a lot of money right now, but if you could get into those first couple pages, you you know, and it's like free sponsorship or free advertisement, right? So. Yeah, I agree. I, I think yeah, I, I threw this idea out too that I think would be amazing. Like that bankless article just came out and tons of people have deposited. If we had a bankless pod, like, and if we just told it all like, oh, bankless, you like all read about pool together, now join the bankless pod. I think that'd be super popular. <clears throat> Is there any way to mm, filter the thing? Uh, I mean, I know that like, uh, that the website is all front end right now, right? But maybe there would be a way to filter it so that you could put the pods up front. And I'm not saying to automatically be up front, but yeah, then people could see, oh, all the pod names without having to go through it. Yeah, that the the grants the grants team is working on is working on a pod UI right now. Uh, I guess I wasn't saying to make the pod. I was saying uh, on on like um. Uh, on the on the front page for the pool, you know, like right now, urine's at the top. 
Um, right. Maybe there would be a way to filter it so that it, it filters everything that's not in an address. It filters them all to the top so that you can see like, oh, there's, you know, uh, Bankless is number three of the pods, you know. And number yeah, two is the sweet. official pull together pod. And number four is uh, adamant because, you know, maybe we encourage them to make a pod. Yeah, I think there's a yeah. lot of value in marketing the pods, especially within individual communities. I think that's huge. And and like right now, and one of the, um, so in one of the auto compounding farms I'm involved in, they are auto compounding curve and it's making 14% or 16% APY, which is, you know, if they were to introduce a, 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 a pool together pod, then I think they could distribute that pool at like uh, whatever the current percentage of Matic is. Uh, sorry, they could, yeah. And and that could be appealing actually for the more conservative investments. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I'll bring it up with them today. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for doing that. Any other topics, ideas? Is this that natural segue point we were looking for? Yeah, so Oops was hoping somebody could uh, give kind of a statement or a reasoning on why people should put their boomer bucks or, you know, USD into pool together savings when they're kind of unfamiliar with crypto and DeFi as a whole. Why might they have a benefit for putting the dollars into a pool versus just holding them in their bank account savings? Yeah, so I'm sitting with my dad right now. And he has no crypto experience at all, except that he's watched me rant about it for years now. But he has no experience of his own. And so right now I'm hoping that we can take a moment and explain to him why he, it's better for him to be keeping his money in pool together as stable coin pools than it would be in his traditional bank account. I'm trying to convince him to move something over. All right, I like this. Who wants to take the question? <laughs> Has he been listening to this entire call? He's been listening to the entire call, drifting in and out. I'm right here. Yeah, he's right here. I could explain it myself, but he wants he needs to hear it from someone other than me. I've ranted out of too many I believe everything Oliver said. <laughs> so, I, I think the ambition that uh, the protocol shows uh, is a good reason. We're constantly building, trying to improve and make things better for our users. And we have a great community, and we are continue building. Yeah, as, I heard that. As it stands, your uh, your annual percentage rate is significantly higher. So, like you know, regular savings account less than one percent, well less than one. We go there's sitting, you know, even on a conservative day around five, and that's assuming you never win. Yeah, uh, assuming you never win the prize, you hover around five percent. But then, if you're talking about savings account sort of interest rates. Um, I could see that, but if a, a normal a, a yield off of uh, a, a, an investment uh, is more than five, say five to ten, which is what I'm getting on most of my equity investments. But so you're talking about smaller dollar, dollar figures, the kind of money that sits in my bank account, you know, maybe three or four or five thousand dollars at a time. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. What you we we don't. Hey, we 
don't get an interest rate that would be like competitive with an equity market, especially given how volatile crypto is. But if you're looking yeah. at like bank savings, those smaller but, asset values, it's it's okay. far greater. Okay, I get that. That's and you're right. It far outstrips any interest rate that a bank will give you for a savings account if they'll give you anything at all. It's yeah, also it even exceeds the money market usually. It's yeah. it's it's kind of an equity play at the same time because your APR is given to you in the form of the pool token, which has a lot of upside. So that five percent could turn into three hundred percent. Plus, you have a chance to win the prize each week. Right. Let, let me give it a shot, if I may. Uh, so pool together, it, you can look at it, as, it as, as like a savings account, but really what it is, is a lottery prize pool. Um, if you stake, or, or, sorry, if you buy 100 bucks in lottery tickets, right, mega, um, mega millions, I'm in Missouri, so uh, Missouri lottery, whatever, uh, you might win, you know, a thousand. If you win jackpot, it's a few hundred thousand. Uh, with pool together, if you did that same hundred bucks, you'd have more like a one in, I don't know, on top of my head, one in thousand shot or maybe one in 5,000 shot to win that weekly prize. So you, you referenced your, your just checking account balance versus savings. Pool together is more for your savings account balances because it increases your chances of weekly payouts of up to $100,000, right? Best part of it, all those lottery tickets you bought, each dollar that represented one lottery ticket, it, you get it back. It, you don't lose it, a, a penny of it. Plus, plus, here's the best part. It gets that APY of 5, 6, maybe 10, maybe 20%. Certainly more than a traditional savings account CD, for sure. Um, with the upside being two to three times that easily so that's that's how i would explain it yeah i mean to add on to blake's point like even if we strip the apr right the bank's not you're not making any money leaving your money in the bank right so even if we strip the apr on pool together you literally have week over week odds that you don't have to it's a set of forget thing right you don't have to keep redepositing and it just your money will stay in there, whether it grows or not. Even if there was no APR, no free pool tokens, you just have weekly odds of, you know, winning a lot of money potentially. And, you know, I just don't see why, how there would be any upside of leaving it in the bank. Also, pool together is open 24-7, right? If you need that money, you can just, you know, move it somewhere. But yeah, I think it's a prize-linked savings account, basically. And even without APR, there's just, it's it's still outperforms a bank and what they have to offer. Yeah, I kind of see it as uh, I see it as less an investment and just a gamification of savings. So exactly. I just think of yeah. it as a savings account, but has that extra you know chance. Um, and the chance, obviously, if you have a pretty low deposit, is pretty low. But you know, there's still a chance. If your money's still in a bank account, there is zero chance you're going to win any money. So, Honestly, yeah. I think the best part is. Uh, looking forward to the prize every week. I mean, like, let's be honest. Like, it's it's fun. Like, yeah, it's a game, a gamification of savings. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, guys. That's awesome. I think we've done a good job. Um, we hit the nail on the head. Anything else anyone wants to join in and say? 
I think. I mean, I think everyone did a good job. I want. I want to know if your dad's convinced. Yeah, did we get <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Oh, Is that, gonna... What do you think? Well, I'm certainly moving along the scale. I definitely am. That, he hasn't seen the website yet or anything like that. We've basically sat down and listened to this call. So you, you've all been very convincing. I'll give you that, and, uh, <laughs> and I'll look for. I'll look forward to it because. Me and I don't know your handle. What is your handle? Oh, Oops, you can call me all Oops, right. Oops, sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. No, you definitely moved me along the line, and I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I think I think what a lot of people brought up is like the same thing I would say too. Is is it just it just depends on what you're comparing it to. Like if you if you're comparing it to your investment in stocks, yeah, it's it's a lot different. But with stocks, they also go down. <laughs> you know, they don't just go up. So if you're looking, no. if you're looking you're right. for yeah. So if you just want a safe place to put your money and have a chance to win, you know, a hundred thousand dollars while it's in there, this is the the only place you can do that. And that's, well, that's uh, yeah. You answered my main question, which was what sort of volume are people doing? Because it it didn't make a lot of sense initially. But now, if you're talking about those smaller volumes, like what people have in their safety account or savings account, well, right. which is normally from the like you know in my scale like like five to fifteen thousand that kind of range right over time so like if, if it's that kind of thing it sure beats a savings account i'll give you that there are really big fish with millions of dollars in them yeah well i, I get the idea because this is a almost a cooperative uh, effort in, in a way and so you're, yeah. building, you're building a pool yeah uh, yeah so, and, <laughs> uh, so i get that part um but anyway, I won't get any more into it. I'll have to educate myself a little further. But thank you very much for that. And uh, oops. <laughs> That's what I called him once. Oops. Um, <laughs> now we know him. Oh, man. Never mind. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. Thanks for joining. Oops is a, is a very important part of the community. He's done a ton of, ton of stuff to bring this community together and to help a ton of people. Yeah. So we're very thankful for him. I appreciate yeah, you guys. Nice to hear. Um, all right, I, I gotta hop off for for a different meeting, but um, yeah, and I feel like I feel like we've sort of covered most things. I don't know any last comments. The POAP is summertime. Oh, nice. Yeah. Summertime. So if you want to get the the, so how do I get that? I've actually never I've actually never done it. Who do I message? The POAP bot. We just linked bot. it. Wait, you linked it? Oh, in, in the general chat, so you just message the POAP bot there, put in, just message summertime, it'll send you a link, and then you can claim on XDAI. There's no uh, transaction necessary to claim it, but you can uh, move them over to Ethereum chain or mint them on XDAI, depending on your preference. I've just nice. been letting them sit. Yesterday, the graph sent out an airdrop for people who had uh, the Pope from the the last at uh, global event. So that was pretty sick. Oh, if any of what? you guys I... took part in that. Wait, can a I second. take a moment and talk about POAPs? I'm actually, I'm really, really excited about these. So can I take a moment and talk about yeah. what I, where I see this going? So hit it in like two to three years time. Like we're going to have an epic collection of these things between the POAP swim meets and like the, everything else that we're doing, all of these calls and events that we attend, we're gonna have an epic collection. We're gonna be able to use these as a form of experience and resume between Zapper experience, POAPs, all the other stuff that we're doing. Like you're gonna be able to just present someone your Ethereum address and be like, these are all the conferences I've been to. These are all the calls I've attended. These are all the events I've been to. 
and you won't need to explain yourself anymore. It's going to do the work for you. Yeah, I, it's I, like your resume almost. Proof of experience. Yeah, POAP's going to be huge. I'm really excited. Maybe not POAP itself, right? Might be something else. But this concept of having NFTs or even just tokens or something leveraged for more than just value. Like, even though it has no monetary value, it's incredibly valuable. Like, building this collection and having all of them will be incredibly valuable someday as a form of experience. I love this. I love this. I love, I love this little NFT. It's so cool. <laughs> I mentioned it on Ethereum. I'm paying the money because I want to have it on Ethereum. I've, okay, so one more thing I'd, I'd like to bridge on. I've met it, the bridging is reasonably expensive, but I have mentioned to the POAP team that I would love a batching function. So it wouldn't make any individual migration cheaper, but at a time when there's low gas, you could batch your whole collection over and that would be really efficient. And they did say that that, that might be something they'll work on. So I'm kind of low key waiting for that myself. I'm just printing everything to XDAI until I'll do a whole batch over at once. What awesome. is the link for the POAP wallet? Is it? Poop.xyz, what? They have like Sandbot? I can't find the wallet. I'm not actually sure. I just have the mobile app. Poop.xyz. Uh, I bet that's it. Poop God, he would know. He's got a really nice one for the um, ETH pool or ETH pod, sorry. Turns out I missed that one by a day. Still a little oh. sad about it. Oof. Yeah, that was a cool one. That was a very cool one. I'm kind of I should look into making these for the developer calls as well that Brandon's been hosting. So I'll, I'll, I don't know what I'll do, but I'll look into something like that. Cool. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Today. Um, yeah, just put an NFT on a pool. You will get like a million billion bloody deposits. Like every every DeFi DGen on then we'll deposit immediately. Also, we can use collab land too. In the same way that we can filter with the tokens and give people like access to special channels and stuff, we can do the same thing with POAPs, which is kind of cool. Oh, and you just distribute it on everybody who's live on the call. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's cool. All right. Well, this has been great, guys. I'm going to hop off. Thanks for everyone. Thanks. Thanks for your time. Keep, keep the ideas coming. And um, yeah, look forward to another good week next week. Yeah, thanks, guys. My dad's trying to explain pool together to a friend now, so I need to go sit there. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm low-key because I'm going to go sit there and eavesdrop in on what he's saying because that's going to be fun. So thanks. Get I appreciate it. I made a referral. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cheers. See you guys. Later. See you. Um, hey, Andy, I, I think, I don't think that was it, but I still need to find the email. Um, I'll send it to you. I think Andy left, bud. Oh. Did any of y'all, um, get that graph thing yesterday? No, I did not. I couldn't find like anything on it. Um.